0: It's time for your mind to scream less and for you to screw more. I'm Rachel Wright, a non-monogamous queer psychotherapist and your host. Hello, 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 friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Wright Conversations. Today, we are having a conversation that I have truly been looking forward to having. I know I say that a lot, but there there are certain topics and conversations that I just find so, so deeply important. And, you know, of course, I try not to have any conversation on this podcast that I don't find deeply important um, because then otherwise, what's the fucking point? And why are you listening? (laughs) Um, But today we are having a conversation about empowerment through ethical adult content with the Jelly Filled Girls. Ladies, welcome to The Right Conversations.
1: Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for, having, for us, having us,
0: Rachel. Absolutely. I'm so thrilled to have you. Um, before we dive into this topic, will you tell everyone listening who you are, what you do, what lights you up, all the yeah. good things.
2: Awesome. So yeah, we're the Jellyfield Girls. My name's Alessia and my fiance is Sasha. And we've been together for almost ten years now. Um, and we make women, love women adult content together, which has been about like four years. Um to be more specific, we share our love, passion, and realistic, hot intimacy with each other <laughs> very from hot. very hot <laughs> from the from the female queer gaze. So mm. um, it's authentic, it's loving and it makes you feel good about yourself. Well, at least that's what we've been told from our viewers who've been with us since the beginning, but yeah, that's what we do and we love it.
0: That's awesome. So how did you get started in all of this? Like everybody has kind of a different origin story when it comes to adult content. I hate this term. Like adult content, but whatever, for lack of a better term. How did you how did you get started in this world? <laughs> I think adult content is a little bit better than
1: porn. Yeah. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. After more, I don't know, gentle version of it, but I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, how we started is pretty, is a pretty interesting story. Um, it, it was me. Hi, it's, yeah. I'm the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was taking a shower, funnily enough, and I had a shower thought. Do you know what that is? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For anyone I,
0: listening, yeah. do you want to explain? Yeah, it's basically just a sh- uh,
1: like a like a thought that randomly dawns on you and just changes your life. Yeah. So, I had one of yeah. those in the shower one time and it was basically like at the time just to give you a little more context, we were both working average, you know, 9 to 5, unfulfilling jobs and we were like, man, like we were renting a space together and we're like, how do we move forward in this life together? How do how do we how to do save we get, for Yeah, future. how do we save to buy a place? Like we can't mm-hmm. just make anything interesting happen in our lives if we're just working paycheck to paycheck Mm -hmm. like there's no growth you know so we're dabbling with this idea of like how do we you know make a little bit more income while still enjoying ourselves and whatnot so I just fucking had a random shower thought and it was like wait a minute this porn that I watch with people that don't show their faces could these be people like just me and you, like just average human beings just walking the face of the earth and just like making mm-hmm. off of this? Cause I could totally do that. And I feel like we'd rock at it, mm-hmm. you know, because I have experience with um cameras and I I had some pretty decent knowledge on like, you know, how to work a camera and editing and whatnot. So I just brought it up to Alessia and I was like, hey, babe, like crazy idea here. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think about, you know, just filming ourselves doing the sexy and just putting it (laughs) online and just seeing what happens? Like, we love, you know, we love sex and it's very much a part of our relationship. And Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, why not just slap it together and just put it out into the world and not show our faces and just see what happens? So she was on board because she's a little daredevil and so we did it we just you know we just shot a, a movie or, or a video and we posted it online and within one month it gathered one million views oh.
2: and yeah it was crazy the rest is history <laughs> we were shocked and so we were, yeah at that moment yeah, like, let's, let's try let's just let's see what happens yeah like <laughs>
1: just for fun let's see what happens you know wow. and then one million views later we were like you know what like I think that we may Mm -hmm. be onto something here.
2: Yeah. And people were like flooding into our our DMs and telling us like, oh, my God, like, this is incredible. Please don't ever leave us. Like, I've never seen anything like it. You guys need to do more,
1: more. And a lot of them were women, actually, like just Mm -hmm. desperate for content that like represented them and made them feel good because we all know there's not a lot of that out there. Right. So, Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's
2: how it
0: (laughs) started. Wow. 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 Okay. So what helped you make the decision to not show your faces? Cause that's a big part of your brand. Like it's, it's almost this, like from the outside looking in, there's this, uh, mysteriousness
2: Mm -hmm. with it,
0: which like, I think adds at, at least for me, right. Like it, it added to this, like Oh, I wonder who they are. And like, even the way that you run your social media, like with masks or like it's just so fun and exciting. What made you make that decision?
2: Well, we saw it was possible when we when we saw other people doing it. We're not the first ones, you know, we saw other couples, Leo Lulu, the no faces. yeah, there's ah. a lot out there doing it. So, We were like, yo, you don't have to. (laughs) You don't have
1: to if you don't. Yeah, because initially too, babe, if you remember, like I said, we had, we had, we had jobs. So we're like, you know, we wanted to do just like a side thing. And for the longest time, we really thought it was going to just be for a few months, you know, and then stop. And then, um, you know, eventually we were like, man, I really, really enjoy making content that makes people feel good. That makes people feel represented, especially queer women. This really, really feels good. And it's totally aligned with like our values. And so we were like, if this is going to be more of a long-term thing, then let's just keep going with it. And people are really digging it without us showing our faces. So why show it? You know, Mm -hmm. and then also, like you said, it adds a little bit of mystery. You can kind of imagine whoever you want. And it's just, it draws the viewer in a little bit more, I would say. Mm
0: -hmm. Fascinating. So, okay, if anybody listening is like, wow, this does sound empowering, but I'm fucking terrified. Like, if they're interested in creating content, what has the process been like for you? From both like a personal perspective and within your relationship, what has it given you? what What have some of the most empowering aspects been?
1: Like, do you mean basically what what has been the most empowering thing that we've that we've gotten out of creating content without showing? Yes. Content?
0: Okay. Yeah. Or creating uh, content in general.
1: Right, right. It's just the fact that there's so 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 little of this type of content out there, yeah, it makes, it, it just makes, it's really, how do I say this? People really feel good. Like they feel really good after watching our content, as opposed to the mainstream stuff that you see online, which kind of like, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, Rachel, but like for me growing up, like watching mainstream porn, because that's all I knew about, I right. would have like a sense of like,
0: I, I would have like the ick after. Mm, like, like, like it I've, ended and you're like, turn it off. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like just cancel it out of your head immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Like this never happened. So it's just, there's this sense of like kind of ickiness and grossness that you feel after that, you know, was just reoccurring, like throughout my life and my personal experience watching porn. And I just feel like what we do, is really really empowering for people and it gives the opposite effect and that became like the driver behind everything that we do and is that's i think the most empowering part is just making people feel empowered through something that most people feel is very taboo is very frowned upon is very wrong quote unquote but then taking that and making it really beautiful and empowering and make making people feel good and even helping people in their relationships and in their lives, it's just yeah. became the most empowering feeling ever. So this is, I think this is, this would be the most
2: empowering aspect yeah. of everything that we do. Yeah. We got like, a lot. Of, like blessings from doing this, like um, learning about our own sexuality, our own desires more, you know, and like our own boundaries and our turn ons, like it's mm. really educational too. And, and I think it's been, really great for our relationship too. Yeah, absolutely. Are you open to
0: sharing some of those things that you've learned and found out?
2: Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I need to think about it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. That's okay.
2: (laughs) Well, like, well, there's, there's like, I've like, if there's things that turn me on and and turn me off, I, I mean, (laughs) I could give specific examples, but I go for it. (laughs) <laughs> Go, for Go for it,
0: baby. Whatever uh, feels comfortable.
2: Well, working with other people, we always talk before. Um, like when we collaborate mm-hmm. with other people, we have a conversation and we say, "Hey, this is what I don't like. This is what I do like." We all talk about our boundaries, what we don't like. For example, I don't like it when it's too rough. I don't like. I don't want to be slapped. I don't want to be hate. I don't want to be spit on, you know, there's, there's some, there's some very hard nose for me. And just being able to say that out loud with other people is a really great feeling. And them being like, absolutely no problem. I got you. I'm going to respect that. You don't have to worry about it. And them just saying those words is a turn on. Um, and then I can express things that I do really like, like I really like it when you whisper in my ear or I love it mm-hmm. when you kiss my neck. Um I like light biting and things like that. So, so the um, communication aspect of it. Communication, yeah. I love that. And that's, that's been awesome. awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah. I would say similar I, I feel similarly as well where it I was already, I feel a good, like a decent communicator before we started all of this. But I think this has made me an even better communicator in bed Mm -hmm. just because of how much people love when we communicate to each other in our videos. Like they, this is like, it's, it's honestly one of people's favorite things I would say because we constantly keep getting compliments about like, oh my God, I love it when you guys communicate. And it's not just communicate, like I'm not talking I'm not, I'm not talking about like dirty talking or anything. I'm talking about slow down, stop, do this instead, change this. Can you, you know, slow down and speed up or whatever, like, you know, just really asking for what you want, which a lot of people have a hard time with. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of just like, encourage, it's like a nice, it's like a, how do I say this? Like a positive cycle where we do it, the viewers love it, they eat it up, they want more of it, and then it encourages us to do it even more. And it's just it can't be bad for our relationship, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So it's just taught us to also communicate a little bit more off camera, even. So yeah, that would be like a really solid
0: example of like how it has helped us in our relationship.
2: Yeah.
0: That's really cool. And I think that, you know, even hearing that, it's gotta be really empowering for people to watch that in a context of this is what sexy is mm-hmm. and then be able to internalize that and think like, oh, it is sexy to say oh my god, yes. harder, softer, a little to the left, right? Like mm-hmm. I think a lot of people hesitate to give that feedback. And so seeing it modeled in really? adult content is it, it's like it's normalizing it and even making it hot.
1: Exactly, Like literally took the words right out of my mouth. Like people would often tell us like, holy shit. Like I always had a little bit of a hard time communicating my needs and wants in bed. But the way you do it is such a turn on. It's so sexy. It makes me want to communicate. And it like makes me feel less shame around it too, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So so exciting when someone's telling you what they want and how they want it. Like just riles me up. (laughs) what about it does
0: i'm i'm like i want people to hear yeah what it does when they're able to kind of cultivate that courage internally and share
2: oh it's it's a mix of emotions like let's say if she asks me to slow down i'm i'm like i'm gonna slow down because i love you and i want you to have like you know to reach climax, but I'm I'm biting I'm I'm like fighting this battle inside me where like I'm s- I just want to like go crazy on you, but I'm gonna you know I'm gonna slow down and I'm gonna self control baby self control because like I I want her to have the best experience and and I want her to like you know
1: it's like a nice personal challenge all yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: yeah yeah when she asks for it so I'm I, I'm you know yeah.
1: Her. And for me, it's kind of like, I think that we're both very big on giving pleasure. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. when a person tells me exactly how they want to be pleasured, it's I just eat it up. So I'm just exciting. like, oh my God, perfect. You're just taking the guesswork out of it. And you're telling yeah. me exactly how you want it, when you want it. And I'm just all for it. I'm just like, I'm, I'm thankful that I'm given guidance on exactly how to pleasure the person. And I'm so happy to do it you know, and it's just like, because ultimately, like, I want to make the person come or I want them to feel a lot of pleasure. I want this to be a very memorable experience for them. And it's just like, I'm talking for them, whether it's like Alessio or another woman that we're sharing, you know, a connection with, but it's just, I think to both of us, it's a really pleasuring the other person is a really big turn on. So when you get guidance from them and on exactly how to turn them on, it's like even better. Yeah. Like, yes, please. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. tell me how you want to come. Tell like, I'm all for it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If you experience recurrent BV or yeast infections or struggle with vaginal symptoms like odor, discharge, pain with sex, or more, you are not alone. And you should totally test your vaginal microbiome with EV. Evie has developed the world's first at-home vaginal microbiome test and screens for more than 700 bacteria and fungi with a single swab, including those related to symptoms and infections. EVI also offers free one-on-one vaginal health coaching and innovative prescription treatment programs developed just for you by a provider. You can order your vaginal health test today at evvy.com. That's E-V-V-Y.com and use code Rachel10 for $10 off your first test. I often tell people that it's like going to Starbucks or a coffee shop and just saying like, I want something to drink. Mm-hmm. And yep. the barista is going to be like, okay, and they'll make you what they what they like. But Mm -hmm. you don't know that you're going to like it. And the way that you get what you want is by ordering very specifically. Mm -hmm. And like, just thinking about it through that lens, it's like, it's better for everybody. Everybody wins. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So in the title of this episode, we mention specifically ethical adult Mm -hmm. content. And I'm wondering if you can speak to what that means to you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, okay, so ethical is a big word, but basically if we break it down, it's it's basically, a, the, let's just call it porn or adult content that focuses on, and I would say prioritizes even consent. Yeah. Um, it often, you know, it often shows more realistic sex, sex that people can really relate to, mm-hmm. sex that people can see themselves
2: having um a lot different body types you know it's inclusive towards queers Mm -hmm. um they you know you treat the the performers are treated with respect and they're paid fairly and so are everyone everyone involved like the filmmakers are paid fairly for their work and that's why it's usually not free yeah that's that's a
1: really Mm -hmm. good that's why it's usually not free yeah um a lot of people, a lot of times people are like, well, why do I have to pay for this? If I could just go on Pornhub and it's free. And I'm just like, "Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the times it's men that usually complain that their porn <laughs> isn't free. I'm just going to be honest with you here, which is very interesting, actually. But to be honest with you, like, yeah, you can go ahead and, and you know, enjoy free porn all you want. It's literally 80% of the, of, of the web. But at the yeah. end of the day, I kind of see it as I always like to explain it through a lens of like big corp and then small business, you know, like it's kind Mm. of where, how do you want to, like your support goes a long way and you decide how, how you want it to go. So would you rather give views to big mainstream productions that are million dollar corporations or would you rather support the local small business that is literally just a two woman show and they're doing everything themselves from the f- filming to the editing to literally everything, the marketing, the social media, like everything, everything. And the money goes directly to them and allows them to have a very decent livelihood mm-hmm. as opposed to like, you know, support. I mean, I'm not trying to like shit on the mainstream <laughs> um porn industry that like I'm not I'm not trying to like shit on them because I know that it's you know some performers may be treated well and some performers may be uh making good money but at the end of the day it really does go a much longer way when you pay for porn for the performer and that's just like a known fact and a lot of the times actually um you know, if you like a performer in mainstream porn that you're watching, a lot of the times they have their own OnlyFans. Yeah. So you go find this person and subscribe to their personal content and support them on an individual, personal level. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, it's just an example of like how, you know, yes, it's easy to go find free content online, but what's really going to make a difference on a human level is when you pay for your content. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You can be an ethical viewer of porn too. Yeah. Like ethical. Uh, Yeah. So how is,
0: is paying the main thing that a consumer can look for? Like if someone wants to consume ethical adult content, ethical porn, Mm
2: mm-hmm.
0: Is the payment piece like the the main thing that they can look for? Are there other indicators that folks can look for to see if, um, if it's ethical or not? Yeah, yeah. Like, how can a consumer be smart about this?
2: I mean, it's hard to know exactly. This is a this is a really interesting question. Um, you don't know what happens I, behind the scenes. One thing- right,
0: exactly.
2: Yeah, behind the scenes, you don't know. But also, there's so many websites out there that are basically streaming from other websites. Like, they're stealing the content. Ah. Like, there's all these tube sites. And they um, just live stream from the video's original website page. And so you're giving the wrong page views. Like, if you see uh, this production company name or this performer's name on the website but then underneath it's like uploaded by uh like uh dude bro 69 it's like uh. <laughs> i was not in the video he didn't make it he's just yeah <laughs> it's really this performer that should be getting your views and your clicks and your and your you know and your, your traffic on her main page because she's featured in it And it's probably on her page. So you should be going to her page to watch it um, instead of Dude Bro's page, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, avoid Dude Bro. (laughs) Yeah, follow the trail and go to the original place because you're probably also not going to get viruses on your computer while you're watching the video. Yeah, that's another
1: plus (laughs) about paying for your porn. You don't get like monster sex blowjobs on the side of your (laughs) screen. just like <laughs> yeah. just gaping buttholes like oh just God. like attacking you I'm sorry if this is really explicit but it, that's literally no no you're good <laughs> this is it the place is. you're
0: wrong you're good
1: <laughs> like I don't want to see a gaping butthole like Can is, you? that was
0: what like, I was
2: looking for right now Maybe right so- and
0: if you do then you want to click on the video that says gaping butthole you don't just want it like the rust in front of your eyeballs when you're looking for something else exactly <laughs> like I just yeah.
2: want to see two girls cuddling and now you know now I'm now I can't sleep at night <laughs> yeah <exactly. laughs>
0: totally totally you know I was just having a conversation um with a friend of mine who also came on the podcast and we were talking about like consuming adult content when you're under 18 and like why the law is 18 and you know the reality of the fact that like so many people under 18 find adult content to consume whether that is in video form in photo form in written form in audio like whatever it is they find it and Mm. I'm wondering what your take on that is like Mm. we live in a world where the internet makes so many things accessible. And the more ethical something is, obviously the more it's going to follow the law, which is 18. And I'm not bringing this up to try to like make a case to like show adult content to, you know, 10 year olds. That's that's not my intent here. But I'm wondering what your thoughts are on this kind of like arbitrary number of 18 years old that we've picked And perhaps if you're open to sharing what your experience was as a teen um, exploring this stuff.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, off the top of my head, I can tell you 100% that growing up, I had pretty traumatic experiences with porn because, you know, a lot of the times, unfortunately, it's people's main sex education. Right. Right. And so here I am like, you know being flooded with hormones and i don't know what's going on i'm just really horny and i really want to watch people having sex and so you just go online and then you get attacked with these like really crude like images and buttholes exactly yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's just it was very traumatic like i remember the first time Mm. i went onto a porn site and like the first images that that I saw it was really shocking to me and I couldn't get myself to fully look at the screen like I had yeah. to look away
2: yeah and I was like, oh,
1: god, oh god like what is that is that really what sex is geez like that's that is not what I had in mind you know that's not what I thought it was gonna be and so it's pretty traumatic you know as a teen to just like have those first images of sex just being like thrown at you where it's like really the hardcore stuff and like The performative stuff and like the very male gazey stuff you know like it's not it's not a very healthy or gentle introduction to sex um and i really really don't like that and this is actually part a huge part of the reason why we do what we do is just because look like people people are always going to people meaning teens kids people they're always going to find a way Oh, yeah. To consume porn regardless, but the problem is that the vast majority of it is not, um, a healthy introduction to it. So, the fact that it's super focused on the male pleasure, the fact that it's pretty intense and hardcore towards women, the fact that it's very performative, the fact that it's unrealistic that's what dominates the the internet right now and it's really really sad and we're just hoping that in doing what we do and becoming very successful and making a name out of out of ourselves that more people are going to stumble on us and realize like oh like take a deep breath you know like just like a breath of fresh air and be like finally i found something that is realistic that is soft that's not doesn't have like a ridiculous shock factor to it it's just two women in love like sharing a beautiful moment they, we actually say, I love you in our videos, mm-hmm. like all no. the time. Like I don't, I don't even think there's one video so far in the past, like two years that we haven't said, like, I love you to yeah. each other because that's what we do even off camera, you know? Right. It's, Cause it's real. It's mm-hmm. real. And so I just feel like if going back to what we discussed earlier, if more people kept an open mind and were educated on why it's so important to have ethical, po- to, um, sorry, to Ethically consume porn, that it would go such a long way in like just making this entire space like much more welcoming for like young crowds. Because look, if they're gonna stumble, if they're gonna f- find a way to watch porn, then they might as well stumble on something that isn't going to like pollute them or like corrupt them forever.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's
1: this is this is why it's so important to support like, um, Amateur content creators, people that um, are, you know, focused on ethical, the eth- um, ethical sex, people mm-hmm. that have only fans that you need to pay for. It will make a difference. The only problem is that, you know, it's just it's not enough yet for it to change. But I do have some hope that more people like us are going to come up and mm-hmm. eventually, you know, the whole entire porn sphere will slowly shift towards stuff that is a little less, you know, crude and, and hardcore. I mean, maybe
0: wishful thinking, but no, I'm with you. I mean, I I think that you nailed it with like the, some people use it as education. And Mm -hmm. I say all the time that porn is entertainment, not education. And while you know, someone who has had really good sex education can learn things about themselves from porn. It's not that, you know, just like if we watch a a movie in a movie theater, we can identify with certain plot lines, right? And like reflect on ourselves and like, oh, how how would I show up? Or would I like doing that? Or wow, I could never rob a bank. Like, what well, you know, whatever the movie is about, we can see ourselves in it. And so there is a, uh, a place for reflection and education, but yeah. not from a place of zero. And then especially seeing like non-ethical, really like performative, mm. you know, plumber comes over and has sex with underage girl. Yeah. Porn. yeah there's, there's there um, it's, it's scary that that's educational for some people. Cause like that, that's not what we want. And that's, Um,
1: that's what dominates the industry too, which is really, really sad. Yeah. It's unfortunate. And I I, find it pretty mind boggling to be honest, that it's just free and so accessible to just, you literally just go online, you Google sex and then there you, you're just like being flooded with like, again, gaping buttholes. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It's just so wild to me that it's that accessible. Like, I feel like there should be. A level of monitoring
2: like i there's there's some states that now it's like illegal you know so there's stuff happening yeah, um, but things are happening but it's you know still all these like tube websites and everything like it's a lot of these impossible they to control like,
1: a lot of these yeah. states just block all porn which is not necessarily good either yeah. but you know right
2: and it'd be right. so
0: difficult
1: to so find tricky. like a middle middle ground it's a very very tricky question but yeah
0: Totally, totally. And I don't think that there's like a right or wrong answer. Um, yeah. So I appreciate you just talking about it. I'm mm-hmm. I'm wondering if if you had it your way, which, of course, all of our experiences are completely subjective, and I'm not asking you to like tell other people what they want. But if you had it your way, what would it look like? Like, what would the age be to access this stuff, especially access ethical porn, like the the content that you're creating?
2: If if it was my way, I think there would be sex education in schools. <laughs> <Yeah>. Forever. Ah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Basic it would you know? be great. Like, yeah, yeah. Shit, you know, so, you know. There's levels. Like I would say, there's levels to it. Like some sex education in school. Um, you know, talking about LGBTQ in school. Yeah. Um, and then like it It'd would be know. great to to have also building off of that, baby. Yeah. Like.
1: Um, education around porn as well as part of the sex conversation yeah because then when they go and they access these websites they're they're, these websites they're already prepared and they already know what to expect and it's not just like a you know they're not just like taking it all into their to themselves like full force being like okay well then this is what sex is supposed to be like you know (laughs)
0: like so it's it's what really what i'm hearing is like a having any sex education in school and then b to include porn as part of sex education
2: yeah at least discuss it and warn them yeah this there's things out there that are real and not real and to think about it you know like there is ethical porn and there's performative very
1: you know know, at least ethical porn
2: like like. at least warn them that like you know not everything you see is real you know not everyone likes everything you know you have to make your choices and when you're old enough learn what you like and what you don't like and that can change over time and and everything's okay but just know that like you know when you open the internet it's gonna be wild (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: no totally and I, I think that like I know that when I've talked to people about um porn whether it's in session or during a workshop or whatever um sometimes people don't know that there are you know people keeping penises hard off camera or someone coming in and like literally cleaning out a vagina of discharge so that it doesn't have any you know white or beige on whatever's coming out of it like there are so many human bodily functions that happen in real life that are produced because it's filmed Mm -hmm. and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that inherently if we are educating people that that's what's going on exactly
2: exactly people are even editing condoms off of penises yeah like what oh Yeah, yeah. yeah like I don't know if you've ever done video editing, but you edit things frame by frame. There's 24 frames per second. And if someone is having sex, the day is going in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out, uh, maybe twice per second. And that's like 48 times that like you got to kind of remove a condom, edit it off. Like it's it's crazy. It's wild.
1: They'll even like cut. They'll even make a cut right after or right before um, you know, we'll call it the money shot where like the man typically ejaculates inside of the woman. It's yeah. called like a, like a cream pie. They'll A lot of the times they'll make a cut before um, the cream pie happens. They'll inject the woman with like a white um, <gasps> sort of like cum like um, liquid Fluid. liquid. Yeah. And they'll retake the shot as if as if the man already came inside her. And then all this liquid, aka his cum, is oozing out of her. But like, there's no way in hell that a man can ejaculate this much inside. Like, it's just (laughs) it's a ridiculous (laughs) amount. Right,
2: right, right. But but you'd be dehydrated in the hospital.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it's just like (laughs) examples, like just to kind of build off of like the ones that you just gave as to like how far these, you know, productions will go to like enhance the, you know, the performativity and
2: everything. So people think what's wrong with me? Why can't I do that? Like, yeah. Why why doesn't my vagina look like that? Why doesn't, you know, why is my butt not pink? Well, because she
1: bleached it like, right. (laughs) Right. Like it's, there's so many things that it's just mind boggling to me that people don't know about. And they're just mindlessly watching porn and just taking in all of these images and and things and making it their reality and it's just it's there's so much that can go wrong with
0: that yeah Mm -hmm. oh i love this conversation so much i (laughs) we could talk about so many so many things what what is one thing you want to leave everybody with today and then i want to obviously talk about where people can find you (laughs) because sorry
2: What to choose, what to choose. I think, I I think,
1: yeah, there's so much that we can say, but I, I, off the top of my head, the first thing, the first thing that comes to mind is just, you know, try to do the right thing by um, consuming your porn responsibly. Like try to do just that extra, take that extra little step to just make sure that your click or your support or your dollar is going towards an actual human being and their livelihood and not like a mega huge corporation that's already, you know, making millions of dollars. And it's just, it's, it's just, it makes, it's gonna make a difference in the world if enough people adopt that mindset.
2: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Thank I think, you.
1: I think by paying for porn, you're really supporting people directly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. I love this conversation Mm -hmm. so much. Maybe we'll have to do another one in the new year. Um, So where can people find you if they, you know, they're listening to this. Hi, everyone listening to this. And they're like, oh yeah, I'll go pay for porn. And this sounds amazing. Like where, where can people find you guys and what's the best way to support you?
2: Yeah, we're, we're on a bunch of websites. Um, I would say our main one that we focus on the most that has the best stuff is our OnlyFans. So that's onlyfans.com slash the girls. But then we're also on, you know, Pornhub. If you want to see what we're about, you can go there. We have and teasers. Check out, yeah, check out our teasers. Teasers on
1: Pornhub just to give people an idea of what we yeah.
2: do. And then we're also on Fansly and Loyal Fans, uh, the Jellyfill girls, and Twitter, the JFG underscore, and Instagram. So come and, and find us, check us out, and. Just share the love. And lastly, we have Instagram. It's at the Jellyfilled Girls, all in one word. Yeah. Amazing.
0: Thank you both so, so much. I Thank so you. appreciate your time and energy and all of the work that you're doing to put wonderful, ethical, empowering adult content out into the world.
1: Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for, for having us,
0: Rachel. You're the best. All right, back at you. That's all for today, you sexy folks. What questions came to mind as you were listening? Continue the conversation with me over on Instagram at the right underscore Rachel. And don't forget, please leave a rating and a review so that we can continue erasing shame and stigma together.